In today's podcast, I am answering your Ireland travel questions. Hi, everyone, and happy late December 2020. Welcome to this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast. So this year was a roller coaster of uncertainty when it came to Ireland travel. And I don't know about you, but I have my fingers crossed for the luck of the Irish to be with us in 2021. I want to thank everyone who took the time to complete my Ireland travel survey. And at the beginning of today's podcast, I'm going to share the results um, and insight that I got from that. And then I'm going to answer the Ireland travel questions that those of you who asked, well, you get your answer today to the best of my ability anyway. So digging into those Ireland travel survey responses. Now, of the people who responded, 85% of those people had an Ireland vacation planned in 2020. Wow, that is just such a big number. <laughs> um, and sadly, you know, very few of us were able to take that trip. Um, of the people who responded, nearly 20% of those people actually, when things fell apart, canceled their trip completely. They just put in a cancellation, got their money back, over and done. Now, the other 80% have not rescheduled their tours yet. And my best guess is that you're waiting to see when Ireland will fully reopen. I'm right there with you. Um, I, I keep thinking I see a glimmer of hope and then it's dashed. So just hanging out and, and waiting. Um, we, I did have one person that responded and said they were actually in Ireland when the shutdowns began, which was right before St. Patrick's Day. Um, they said what started out as a nice trip for our 30th birthdays turned into a memorable, memorable experience of eating a lot of takeaway meals in our hotel room. Ooh, that's not, not the way you want to spend a vacation, but I hope that you were able to at least get out and see and do a few things hopefully. Um, most people said they would not be comfortable traveling for the foreseeable future, but a few intrepid souls like myself said they would hop on the first available flight, whenever that happens to be. 57% <laughs> of respondents plan to travel to Ireland in 2021, safety permitting. And for those that don't plan to travel in 2021, 57% do plan to visit Ireland within the next two years. So, you know, that's good news from all of you that even though your vacations didn't happen this year or didn't happen the way that, that you had hoped, that you do have plans to get to Ireland and, um, and return there. So that is excellent news and it, it makes my heart happy. <laughs> Now, I'm going to dig into the questions that were asked, and I'm going to give my answer to the very best of my ability. So, 
here we go. Now, just so you know, um, some of the questions were asked multiple times or asked in a little bit different ways. So I have combined a lot of questions together um, just so I wasn't answering the same question over and over. All right, here we go. Question one, I have a credit for the airlines. Will it be available if Ireland does not open up soon? Now, this is a really great question. Unfortunately, it's very vague. Um, I can't completely answer it because I don't know which airline. The, um, the plain fact is that each airline operates differently. So what you need to do is go back to where you booked, whether you booked directly with an airline or with a third party like Expedia, Travelocity, a travel agent. If you booked with a third party, that is your travel agent. That is who everything has to go through. If you booked directly with an airline, you should be able to go into your account on that airline and see what their terms are. Many airlines have extended their airline credits due to COVID up to two years and in the case of like Aer Lingus, five years. So go ahead and go in, check your account and see if that information is easy for you to access. If it is not, use the contact email on the website and send an email, ask your question and uh, make sure you're following up so that you are getting that response. If you don't have a response within a week, email again. Um, if after a couple of emails you don't have a response, make a phone call. All right, next question. Will all sightseeing be open? Is everything open? When will things be open? <laughs> um, this actually changes. It, it seems like it almost changes by the week. On December 1st, Ireland came out of a level five lockdown. And right now they're on kind of a restricted level three. So some attractions are open, but group tours at, at places aren't allowed. There are restrictions on numbers of people, uh, restrictions on indoors and outdoors. So it's, it's, there's a lot of different, different rules for different things. Um, hotels are currently open, but maybe their dining is restricted or the number of people they can have is restricted. So it's, somewhat uniform within um, within certain topics. So all tourism sites have to operate one way and all hotels are operating one way and all restaurants are operating, operating one way. Um, the latest news that I've gotten from Ireland is that the country is expected to be fully open by late May or June. Of course, that can always change. And there's also uh, talk about another lockdown in January following the holidays if cases rise. So unfortunately, I don't have a crystal ball. And this, this all just it's kind of at the, at the whim of the government, to be quite honest. So we just kind of take it as it comes. I, I expect summer to be back to business as usual with some changes. Um, next question, when will this be over? <laughs> uh, health and safety regarding COVID and when can I travel from insert place here? Again, another crystal ball question. Um, as for when this will be over, 
it COVID is a virus. Uh, I I just don't think it will ever be eradicated. I think it will be somewhat like the flu, where a new vaccine comes out when there is a new strain. Um, I am not a doctor. I could be really really wrong, <laughs> but what I do know is Ireland does plan to reopen fully by summer. It's unclear if there will be restrictions on travelers coming into the country and if there are, what those might be. We just don't have that intel yet. The, the government hasn't released it. There are lots of what ifs. There are lots of assumptions, but there is no solid information out yet. I do share all the updates on this type of news at the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page as I get it. So if you pop into the show notes, loads and loads of links there's a link to the ireland family vacations facebook page and to be sure you're seeing the updates you want to like the page and then you want to click the three dots to the right choose follow and then you want to click follow settings and choose favorites and then you won't miss an update when it comes out next question with so many lockdowns will a large number of pubs and b&b's go out of business Right now, the prediction is that 25% of small businesses, which pubs and B&Bs are part of, um, will not be reopening in 2021, and that's absolutely heartbreaking. Personally, I think that's a really conservative figure, but unfortunately, we're just not going to know until things begin to reopen. Um, Businesses are starting to look at their losses in 2020, seeing if it's viable for them to stay open. If they do stay open or if they do reopen, um, how are they going to have to change things? And are the mandates that are probably going to come with this affordable for them? There's, There's so much that goes into it. Now, I do keep in close contact with my tourism partners as well as tourism networks that I'm part of in Ireland to be sure that all my information and recommendations are up to date. So you can be sure that if you see a review on my website or a a recommendation in my itineraries, those are as up to date as I can make them and everything listed there is open and running. So I do try to have the very best information available to you at all times. Next. Will flights to Shannon be reinstated and what has closed permanently? Shannon is my airport of choice. I love that airport. It's on the west of Ireland. It's small. It doesn't see a lot of flights and it doesn't have the crowds. It's just a dream to um, come into and especially to depart Ireland from. I, um, all the air uh, international flights to Shannon have been canceled. There there are no flights. There are no uh, routes that are open to Shannon internationally that I'm aware of right now. Um, if there are, they're coming in from the UK, maybe the continent, but from the US and further afield, there just aren't any right now. Um, there is no word from United or American, which are the two US airlines that had routes into that airport, on when those kind of flights might resume. The only thing we can do is keep an eye on it and watch. And I, again, I share that news at the Facebook page. So as soon as I know, um, you will know. Now, as far as what has closed permanently, there are restaurants and pubs that have closed across the country. 
Um, I've just caught glimpses here and there when, when they've made the news, but I don't have a definitive list. I, I don't even know where I would get a definitive list at this time. And uh, if the government releases one, it won't be until at least mid-year of 2021. Now, I did have somebody ask about where to find just general research. How do I, how do I research my trip to Ireland? Now, my website, Ireland Family Vacations, has loads and loads of tools. The easiest way to kind of get your bearings there is to go to the homepage, and um, there's a beautiful big picture, a kind of scenic ocean clifftop view, has a castle ruin on it, and right below that, you will see a green button that says, let's get started. That will take you to the vacation planning page where you can get links to my clickable map and uh, learn more about my book or my uh, itinerary planning, my free itineraries, or a link to my uh, FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions page. You can also just peruse that home page because you will find on there a link to itineraries, a link to the facts, a link to um, the clickable map to help you explore the Ireland county by county, and then you also across the top have links to the travel blog and links to the podcast and links to hiring a driver guide. So really from that homepage at Ireland Family Vacations, you have all the tools at your fingertips to help you start planning your trip. The next question, is it best to rent a home in a neutral location and travel out from there or stay in different places along the way? This really depends on how long your trip lasts and how much you want to see. If you want to cover a lot of ground, let's say you want to visit the Giant's Causeway and you want to visit the Cliffs of Moher and you want to visit Dingle, there is no central location that will let you do that. So you would choose maybe two bases, uh, kind of split your trip in half and maybe choose one base to the north and then to go to the Cliffs of Moher and Dingle and, and a few other areas, um, Southern County Limerick around Bruff or Adair is a terrific location. But you would really, you know, choose a couple of central spots if you wanted to explore that much. If you want to visit a smaller area, and personally, I recommend kind of splitting the country into quarters, you know, one line down the middle north and south and one line down across the middle east and west and choosing one quadrant, then a central location to journey from is really a ter terrific idea. That's actually how my family travels when we visit Ireland. We stay in one place and day trip out from there. For more tips on how to plan an itinerary that will not ruin your vacation, you can visit Ireland Family Vacations, just search um, plan an itinerary that won't ruin your vacation, or again, just visit the show notes and grab the link. Okay, other than the most popular sites, what are some experiences, foods, drinks that are must-do, see, and taste? That is a loaded question because there is so, so very much. You know, you have those great marquee sites that everybody has heard of, but then all around them there are these beautiful little... Um, just amazing spots that, that most people, if they're not really aware of where they're at or what they're doing, will drive by. <clears throat> so this also depends on where in Ireland you are, because I can tell you about an amazing restaurant in County Waterford, but 
if you're visiting, um, you know, the northwestern part of Ireland, it doesn't do you any good to have that recommendation. Now, I do obviously have a few places that are near and dear to me. Uh, Loch Gurr and the Grangestone Circle in County Limerick are just incredible. They have long been probably my most recommended place to visit in Ireland. Um, we cycled the Waterford Greenway in 2019 and the views from that are amazing. Um, rent an electric bike. That is so much fun. Uh, the Caramore Megalithic site in County Sligo is unbelievable. And while you're up there, you want to eat at one of Anthony Gray's restaurants in Sligo Town. So either Ilaban or Hooked, amazing meals at both of those places. Lock Crew in County Meath is my number one recommendation if you want a really great, um, oh, I forgot the word. It, it's, you know, a, a portal tomb. So a, a big cairn that you can walk into, kind of like Newgrange, but without the crowds. I love Lock Crew. The pathways above the Giant's Causeway, so not down below, but above the Giant's Causeway, there's these cliffs, and you can walk along the top of the cliffs, and the views are amazing. So if you like walking and hill walking, that is really some place that you should uh, should go and visit. Care Castle in Tipperary, probably my favorite castle in all of Ireland. Uh, Dunbrody Abbey and their beautiful, amazing hedge maze down in Wexford. And honestly, I could just go on and on and on. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you know there's usually recommendations at the very end of three places to add to your itinerary. So if you need more tips, go back through the podcast and uh, check out the very end or just go into all the podcast notes and get the information there. Now, I do include a lot of these off the tourist trail spots in my free itineraries and I also include a lot of them in my guided tours. So if you want to visit the Ireland Family Vacations website, you can just go into the itineraries, download those, they're free. And even if you're not interested in taking one of my guided tours, you can still see the full itinerary and uh, get some tips on some of those places from those. So what are the best places to stay, hotels and B&Bs? Again, <laughs> so many. Um, we've had some really memorable experiences in Ireland, and we are so, so blessed to have been there so many times. A few of our favorites are the Old Bank B&B, which is in Bruff, County Limerick, very close to uh, Loch Gur and the Grangestone Circle. Very easy to day trip from there over into Tipperary to see the Rock of Cashel, down into Kerry to visit Killarney. Um, up into County Clare to visit Bunratty and to go to the Cliffs of Moher. So really a great central location to travel from. Fitzgerald's Woodlands Hotel, which is near Adair, not very far from Bruff. So again, a really great place to tour from. Ashford Castle and the Lodge at Ashford Castle, both are just amazing five-star experiences there outside of Kong in County Mayo. Uh, Loch Esk Castle up in Donegal, so relaxing, such a beautiful area and a terrific place to really just kind of get away from it all. Uh, Doolin Inn in Doolin County Clare, 
beautiful boutique inn right there in this wee little village. You can walk to all the pubs, uh, catch a boat over to the Aran Islands, and of course you have all of the Burren right there at your feet. You can walk to the Cliffs of Moher along that cliff walk. Um, really amazing. Uh, obviously, you'll find accommodation recommendations in my itineraries, and you can also go into that clickable map that I have talked about and go into each county page and you will see um, accommodation recommendations and reviews in there. Next question. How can I book B&Bs? I used to just call around as I went. Is that still a thing? And with kids and a bigger group, places to sleep are key. So as Ireland has gotten more popular and up until last year, I would never, ever, ever recommend that you just wing it as you are booking accommodations, especially if you are traveling in the high season or visiting really popular areas like Doolin, like Killarney, like Dublin. Um, you're just you're taking kind of your your stay into your hands. You're not going to get maybe those nicer places that you've had your heart set on um, or you're just not going to find enough room, especially traveling with a group of that size. I do recommend, especially, oh gosh, if you're traveling with kids, just book your accommodations ahead. Um, you can always change them, right? But I, I prefer to pre-book, especially since when we travel, we do stay in a place for, you know, four, five, six days, seven days, depending. Um, so I pre-book, but you can still book in on the same day. Um, if you are traveling in the off season, it's a lot easier, or if you are not wanting to stay in a central location. So if you don't mind staying, you know, 20 kilometers, 30 kilometers outside of a more popular area, you're going to have a lot more luck. Uh, information on accommodations, group tours, and car rentals, or anything else. This kind of goes back to the question I answered just a little bit ago of general research. Ireland Family Vacations really is a complete vacation planning site. I have absolutely everything on there. Um, I've tried to, to do a, a, a very good job of providing all the information you need for your Ireland vacation. You're going to have a handy search bar up at the top so you can actually put in the term of whatever you want and the information will populate for you that best matches that search. I have a, a chat feature, so if you need a question answered, you can actually reach out to me. I answer those just as quickly as I can. Um, as, as far as car rentals go, I actually have an article called Everything You Need to Know About Car Rental in Ireland. It is the eight steps with very thorough explanations on how to rent a car in Ireland and make sure everything is covered. So again, visiting Ireland Family Vacations, just utilize the website. Go ahead and poke through it. See everything I have to offer. Um, dig into it. And if you're not finding what you need, send me a message. You can email me directly at any time and I will respond to that or you can use the chat feature. So that was a lot of information. Um, as always, there are links clear throughout the show notes to, um, to help you dig into that just a little bit more. So have a poke around, see what you can find, and uh, really utilize the site. I've tried to make it just as user-friendly as possible. 
For all of you who celebrate the Yule, Nalig Honahuit, that means Happy Christmas to you and uh, happiest of holidays to everyone. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Traveling in Ireland podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, if it's been helpful for you, please leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Android. If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review on the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or just take a screenshot if you're listening on your mobile device, just take a screenshot of the podcast and go ahead, pop over to Instagram, Ireland Family Vacations, and uh, tag me in your story and just tell me what you thought. I'd love to see those as well. As always, questions or comments, you can email me directly, jody at irelandfamilyvacations.com. And until next time, slán